0: Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Free the Bishops. This is the podcast where we explore stories of courage, resilience, and faith in the face of challenges to religious freedom. I'm Carmelite Quotes, your host, and with me today is Rosary Mom. Hello, Mom. Hello,
1: Carmelites, and hello, listeners. We have a very special guest with us today, Roger Alfredo Martinez, a former political prisoner who not only witnessed... Doña Coquito's incredible acts of kindness, but also played a crucial role in bringing aid and comfort to fellow protesters.
0: Yes, we talked about Doña Coquito in our last episode. She was a valiant supporter of the Nicaraguan protesters in 2018. And if you listen to our episode 37 You will hear all about Doña Coquito. But with us today, we have a guest, don't we, Mom? We do indeed,
1: Roger Alfredo Martinez.
0: That's right. It's good to have you with us, Roger.
2: Thank you very much for having me. It's an honor to share my experiences here.
0: Really appreciate it. You know, uh, as we get started, we're going to talk about the valiant actions of Doña Coquito. So, Rosary Mum, why don't you tell our listeners about Doña Coquito and what struck you? Okay.
1: Well, a question for Roger. Um, There's a quote from Doña Coquito that really struck us during our last episode. And she said, They call me a Vandalica old lady and threw me in the pickup truck like a pig. So Roger, what can you tell us about her presence during the protests, and what impact does she have on the morale of the demonstrators?
2: Despite facing adversity, illness, and being labeled in such a derogatory manner, she continued to stand firm in her convictions and demonstrate unwavering solidarity with the demonstrators. Her courage in the face of such mistreatment undoubtedly had a profound impact on the morale of the protesters, inspiring them to persevere in their pursuit of justice and change. Her actions serve as a powerful reminder of the importance of standing up for what's right even in the phases of adversity.
0: That's wonderful. You know what it's like yourself to come to the aid of protesters, Roger. You served in a first aid station in your hometown and uh, you went to prison for it. You yes. know, Donya Coquito, she went to prison too. She was jailed, mm-hmm. but she was selfless because she had a water vending stand but that day when she saw a need she handed out her water for free and didn't pay for it you know that's how she would have sold product to support herself and she said this i'm not selling the water i'm giving it away so You helped in your first aid station. Do you think that you can recount some specific instances for us where her acts of kindness stood out and provided comfort to those in need, Roger?
2: Certainly. Uh, Doña Coquito's acts of kindness were not just about distributing water. They were about providing comfort, support, and a sense of solidarity to the mother of the people assassinated by the Sandinistas in the streets, in the streets of Managua. She took the time to listen to their stories on the streets outside where the dialogue was started in um, in 2018, and um, she she shared in their grief. Her presence and empathy provided them. With a much needed source of comfort and, and strength. Her actions not only helped to alleviate their physical thirst, but also provided them with a sense of hope and solidarity in the midst of the turmoil. In Matthew 25:35, Jesus says, I was thirsty and you gave me something to drink. This passage emphasize the importance of empathy and compassion towards those in need, highlighting the, the idea that acts of kindness and generosity towards others are seen as acts done directly to Jesus himself. In the context of Doña Coquito's actions, this biblical verse could be used to draw a parallel between the thirst for justice felt by the mothers and the act of giving water to drink. Just as providing water as a basic act of care and compassion, seeking justice for their children is a fundamental need for these mothers. Doña Coquito's gesture could be seen as a reflection of this principle, illustrating her profound empathy, and understanding of their
0: pain. That's wonderful. You know, you've been thinking about Doña Coquito as an icon, haven't you, Rosary Mom?
1: Yeah, I have indeed. Um, I'm wondering about her, Doña Coquito, as an icon of the resistance. So we had read, Roger, more than one article from Havana Times that talked about her As a symbol or an iconic figure, La Prensa called her charismatic and unforgettable. So I'm wondering from your perspective, how did Doña Coquito become a symbol of resilience and what did she represent to the broader movement?
2: That's a very good question, Rosary Mom. Doña Coquito became a symbol of resilience through her unwavering dedication to supporting the protesters and her refusal to be silenced in the face of adversity. Her actions, particu- uh, particularly her decision to give away all of her products and as um, as Carmelita said, not make any profit that day Symbolized her selflessness and commitment to the cause by putting the needs of others before her own. She embodied the spirit of the resistance and inspired others to do the same. The brother movement, Doña Coquito represented hope to the brother movement. She represented hope, courage, and solidarity. Her presence. Serve as a reminder that change is possible and that even the smallest act of kindness can have a profound impact. She became a rallying point for the protesters, a symbol of their resilience and determination to to stand up against injustice. Her charisma and Her unforgettable nature as described by La Prensa made her a beloved figure within the movement. Someone who was admired, who is is still admired and respected by all who had the pleasure of
0: knowing her. That's amazing. You know, I saw the number of tributes to Dona Coquito in social media. And it was just powerful, you know, award-winning writers and political cartoonists creating images of Doña Coquito with her bags of water. Um, Just a powerful, powerful image. And, you know, she died on February 22. She's gone to her eternal reward. So, Roger, what do you think her legacy will be? How can her spirit inspire ongoing movement for justice and freedom in Nicaragua? Because she herself said, I'll fight for the young people who I love so much, and if it's my lot to die for them, I'll die. But Nicaragua will be free. Do you have that same kind of hope, Roger?
2: I do. I do. in Doña Coquita's legacy will undoubtedly be one of courage, compassion, and um, unwavering dedication to the person of justice and freedom. She indeed said that I might die, but these fight or these cause should continue until we fulfill and we gain our freedom. We we get our freedom back. And... um, Her selflessness, actions, and fearless spirit have left a lasting impact on all who knew her and have inspired countless others to stand up for what's right. And not only you're talking about those honoring publicly uh, in social media. But I know a lot of people that met her here in exile because she was in exile that she couldn't afford being here in Costa Rica. And I've been uh, gathering with people, uh, honoring her in private conversation, uh, remembering her spiritual strength. And her spirit is continuously inspiring this ongoing movement for justice and freedom. And it's serving as a reminder of the power of individual actions, as I said before. Her willingness to sacrifice and her determination to fight for a better future for the young people of Nicaragua are qualities that will still inspire and there will be columns of this fight. Even if we continue struggling Uh, during this uh, exile and this situation uh, and the people inside Nicaragua. But remembering Doña Coquito and her words and her example, it is something that we will do every single day. That's how we can honor her legacy by continuing uh, the work she started and by striving to make the world in Nicaragua free and a better place for our future generations.
0: That's wonderful. I want to say thanks so much for sharing with us today, Roger, because your insights into Doña Coquito's role in the protests really provides a valuable perspective for our listeners to understand the ongoing struggle for freedom and for an end to persecution, religious persecution even, in Nicaragua. Isn't that
1: beautiful, Mom? Is Roger, thank you so much. That was really beautiful. And before we conclude today, let's join in prayer and um, for the church in Nicaragua and for the conversion of hearts. Let's unite in prayer for the well-being of our brothers and sisters. Roger, would you mind staying with us for prayer?
2: Absolutely.
1: Perfect. Thank you so much. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Heavenly Father, with hearts burdened, we humbly gather before you, seeking your abundant grace and mercy for our beloved Nicaragua. In this Lenten season, we reflect upon the works of mercy and the compassionate example of Doña Coquito, who, like Christ, Selflessly showed mercy to those in need. Lord, gaze upon your church in Nicaragua, facing persecution and fear. Strengthen your clergy with unwavering resolve. Infuse courage into the hearts of the faithful and extend your protective embrace over the vulnerable. Maria Purissima Maria de Nicaragua. During this sacred Lenten journey, enfold your church in Nicaragua within the mantle of your maternal love. Comfort the afflicted and through your intercession bring solace to those who endure suffering. Guide the leaders of the nation to seek justice with righteous hearts and instill a spirit of compassion, Within every soul, Saint Michael, the Archangel, Defender of the Faith, stand guard and shield the Church against the forces of oppression. May the radiant light of Christ pierce through the darkness of fear, illuminating the path towards unity, peace and freedom. May the Holy Spirit descend upon Nicaragua inspiring a collective spirit of justice compassion and unwavering faith lord we place our trust in you confident that your boundless love will lead nicaragua to a future adorned with justice overflowing compassion and steadfast peace Saint Michael the Archangel, defend us in the day of battle. Be are safeguard against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray, and to thou, O Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the power of God, cast into hell Satan and all the evil spirits who wander the world seeking the ruin of souls. Amen. Eternal rest. Grant unto her, O Lord. And
0: let perpetual light shine upon her.
1: May her soul and the souls of all the faithfully departed, through the mercy of God, rest in peace.
0: And see God face to face. Amen. Amen. Amen.
1: Thank you all for joining us for today's episode. And please don't forget to share this with your friends, your followers on social media, your pastors, parishes, and subscribe to free the Bishops for more engaging discussions.
0: Yes, subscribe to stay tuned for our upcoming episodes. You can get notifications every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday when we publish our episodes. And you know, we're available on various platforms, including Apple, Audible, Amazon, Google, iHeart, CastBox, PocketCast, and even through our RSS feed. So we want to say thanks to Roger.
2: Thank thank you, Rosary Mom.
1: Thank you so much, Roger, for joining us today. It's always good to have you with us.
0: That's right. And listeners, on Wednesday, we will be talking with Dr. Ryan Berg from the Center for Strategic and International Studies to learn more about the influence of China in Latin America. Yes, I'm really looking
1: forward to talking with Dr. Berg again, Carmelite. So until next time, please keep praying and advocating for freedom and an end to the religious persecution in Nicaragua. Thank you all for listening. God bless everyone. God bless.